Hi, it's Vana. Welcome to Midlife Confidence. I found that bringing our glow back in our middle years comes from learning to manage our own mind. It's time to love your life and love yourself. Join me on a journey as we discover our midlife confidence. The other day in church, a friend asked me how I was doing with a bit of a questioning look, like she was a little worried about me. I guess I didn't speak up much in Sunday school, and maybe I had a more introspective mood around me. So I reassured her, I'm good. I'm just kind of in a quiet phase. I think we all have these quiet phases in our life, if we allow for them, when we're invited to retreat a little from being so busily engaged in life, so busy doing things, and then we can be more focused on our inner world. And if we allow it, our soul turns to wondering and contemplating and listening for very personal and specific answers to the questions we're trying to figure out. It might be, why am I here and what am I supposed to be doing? Am I on the right track? Or it might be, how do I deal with the terrible things going on in the world and not be afraid of the future? Or sometimes we're worried about someone else and trying to understand how to help or how to heal a relationship. Figuring these things out, creating the experience we want in life, finding a way to feel better, getting clear, making decisions. All that is a continuing process that can take big leaps forward through these occasional quiet phases. Honestly, it feels a bit uncomfortable to be talking about this while I'm in the middle of it. I'd be more sure if I was on the other side telling you all, this is how I got through it and how it all worked out, and so here's what to do when this happens to you. I really don't know at this moment what the outcome of this season of seeking and listening might be. Maybe it will just be a more intentional approach to what I'm already doing, or maybe it will mean changes in my life and work. You might remember I started this year off with a podcast episode about integrating our life. It was episode number 70, Integrate What's Working in Midlife. And I guess I was unknowingly setting myself up for what is happening now. Back then I said that the word integration kept coming to me. In fact, I had decided to make it my word for this year. I love the connection of the concepts of integration and wholeness, meaning to bring all the parts together into a whole, to complete something or combine and unify it, to bring harmony and balance and organization and order to something. So what that means right now is I'm giving myself luxurious amounts of time to go deeper into what my mind, my spirit, and my body need. I'm actually already good at what I'd call maintenance on all these pieces of me, and yet I was realizing that I was feeling off-center and unbalanced. So I decided to stop and figure it out instead of continuing to fly in a direction that might be just a degree or two off, because that's all it takes to miss your desired destination. I love the concept that Dieter F. Uchtdorf shared in his talk called A Matter of a Few Degrees. It was given back in the April 2008 Worldwide Conference for my church and a link to it in the show notes. He was a pilot for the German airline Lufthansa for many years and he often uses his flight experience as a metaphor for life. 
He said that even small errors over time can make a dramatic difference in our lives. When he taught young pilots, he would ask them, if you were to take off from an airport at the equator, intending to fly completely around the earth, but your course was off by just one degree, how far off course would you be by the time you got back? A few miles? A hundred miles? The answer might surprise you. An error of only one degree would put you almost 500 miles off course. So when we feel off course even a little bit, I think it's a good idea to slow down, understand what's going on, and adjust our life flight plan, so to speak. Sometimes we're just a degree or two off, and sometimes we aren't even clear on our desired destination. So on a Sunday evening a couple of weeks ago, I officially made an instant decision to slow down. I'm even calling this a sabbatical. I was inspired by my daughter Taryn's experience. She worked for a global nonprofit, and when she had been there for five years, they gave her a month-long sabbatical. And at that time, she took my other daughter, Brianne, on a sister's trip to Ecuador, among some other things she did that month. And I just thought that was such a beautiful reward to honor her service. Well, since I am my own boss, sometimes I'm not very generous. So it's about time that I honored my hard work. So I'm taking a sabbatical from the parts of my life that feel a little off course while keeping the good things like coaching my current clients and sharing this experience here on this podcast. And with that permission I gave myself, I felt this space open up, a space to rebalance and recenter. And I'm also in awe how truly God does set things up for us without us being aware. He knew what I would need now. And last fall for my birthday, my kids gave me a gift certificate to a spa that I've never been to before. And I kept putting off going for one reason or another. But then a few weeks ago, I decided to set an appointment and go. And it worked out that the appointment happened just a couple of days into this unexpected and unplanned sabbatical, and it was a perfect ritual to open this quiet phase with. I tried some things I have never done before. I had a foot zoning session, which was awesome, and light therapy, and I did a hot yoga session and even sat in a salt cave for 45 minutes. It was just all so healing and relaxing. It was only three hours, and yet I just felt so calm and well, so present in mind and body and spirit through it. And I was just so grateful. It was a beautiful gift. We have many doorways to help us shift our emotional state. You might call it your mood or your energy. And our body is a major door to that healing. It's a great place to start rebalancing. So one thing I can offer you is to consider how can you tend to your body in a deeper way? Do you need to give yourself more time for exercise or more time outdoors for fresh air and light? Do you want to try a new healing modality? There's a whole world of body work that releases stress and strengthens the connection between our mind and our body. Whether it's massage or yoga, breath work, or like I just experienced for the first time, foot zoning and a salt cave, what can help you find more calm and awareness through your body? These bodies that we have are an incredible gift. 
but we can get detached and numb from our body. And that has an effect on our mind and our soul too, because they are so closely connected. I feel like true wellness involves circling through all three, our mind, our body, and our spirit, and healing each one in turn. And there was another tender mercy where I could see God's hand leading me along. I'm in a program with one of my favorite teachers, Tara Moore, and she led our group in a guided meditation to connect with our inner mentor. And our inner mentor is just that wiser, older, calmer part of ourselves. And when I asked my inner mentor, what do I need to do to get where you are? She just smiled and said, just be. It was such a simple answer, and I just felt all this tightness and heaviness release, and I realized how important it is for me to relax more into just being present and mindful. Again, it was just what I needed to hear now. I've really been trying to turn to God and do the things that bring a sacred spirit into my life even more, seeking more peace and guidance through prayer, reading scriptures, spending time in the temple, And most of all, just by constantly having a prayer in my heart and doing more to live with God in my center. And at the same time, here we are, we live in a very physical world and learning to manage that is also an essential part of our life experience. Some of my sabbatical time is spending time to declutter and clean and organize our living space. That is so connected, isn't it? I often hear clients express a desire to get their home in order as they are working to put their mind and soul in order. As I mentioned before, we have many doorways to shift our mood and cleaning our environment is one of them. Well, our home is already pretty organized. I went through a big de-junking and organizing era probably 15 years ago. And also we moved four years ago, which is always a catalyst for getting rid of stuff, right? We keep up with the regular cleaning pretty well. So when I started in the kitchen, I actually didn't think there was that much to be done except mostly empty out the cupboards, clean them, and then put most of the stuff back. Well, a week later, surprisingly, I'm still working on it. But I've been really thoughtful this time about how I can make this kitchen feel easy and light to work in, even to have empty space. I've cleared it up so much that we actually have some empty drawers. We're getting some things done that we kept putting off, like installing a rack to store cutting boards and replacing a broken can light. I'm not only refining the physical space, but also my personal policies for eating and preparing food just so it feels as light and easy as possible to eat well. I like cooking and I've learned a lot about eating for our best health, but I don't like planning menus or writing grocery lists. Those two things bring my mood down so fast. So we're trying out a service that gives you a menu, the recipes, and a grocery list for five dinners, and tells you exactly what food prep to do for the week. And you can choose the type of diet that suits you, so we're doing the vegetarian plan. So far, it's working really well. It's called Fresh 20 if you're interested. I'll link to that in the show notes. I have no affiliation with them, and time will tell if I want to stick with it. 
but so far it's cleared so much mental energy. I actually like the preparing part. I enjoy chopping and cooking. I find it very relaxing. So this system is doing the part that I don't like for me and leaving the part I do like. I know some other people don't like cooking and there's a lot of options to meet that need too. Well, this kitchen reorganization is a mirror of what I'm doing in my soul, taking everything out, cleaning the space, and then carefully considering what I want to put back, maybe even leaving some empty space. What is the most useful? What is just clutter? How can I make my life feel as easy and light, as joyful and aligned as possible? So again, by slowing down, I've been able to notice some of the sticky spots in my life that have been creating friction and freeing those up. I don't even know how long this will take. I'm allowing it to take the time it takes without setting a deadline, which I know will put me into action mode, making lists and trying to be on top of getting things done by a certain date. So I'm working to just be. And in total honesty, I have had a few days where those worries about what I'm going to do next washed over me like a wave. And even though I kept resisting it, it just kept coming all day. And then I remember the advice I often give my clients to allow a feeling. So I just let it be there. And I realized that this is part of what it's like to be in a rebalancing stage. It's just the human condition. Nothing is wrong. Those worries just need some space to be heard so they can calm down. And reminding myself to meet fear and worries with compassion instead of trying to get out of it worked better. So I just accepted that as part of the process and by the next day I felt lighter. I know I won't stay in this quiet phase for good. I know there's an active phase ahead. And this slow time is allowing ideas for that to bubble up already, so I'm just enjoying this. Here's what I hope you will get from this today. If you feel the need for a quiet phase, please give yourself permission to take some time for yourself. I know it can feel indulgent, but I assure you, it's the way to be able to better serve and care for others, to live a purposeful life that helps others. Remember Stephen Covey's counsel in the seven habits of highly effective people to sharpen the saw. If we try to cut a tree with a dull saw, we waste time and we don't do a very good job. Taking time to sharpen the saw means to revitalize the best asset that you have yourself. We're stewards of a miraculous divinely designed life and God entrusted us to take care of it and to make the most of it. So, in the spirit of our year of better questions, here's a better question to ask yourself. How could a quiet phase help me rebalance, renew, and reset my course? Imagine what that could look like for you. Imagine how it would feel. It will look different for every person, but everyone needs this at times. Wishing you a peaceful and purposeful quiet phase. One good thing you can do for yourself to stay aware and keep moving forward in your life is to sign up for my weekly email list. I send out an email every week with a question to help you see your inner life in a new way. A better question, since questions are one of the best doorways to shifting your mood and your energy. You can sign up on my website, vanadavis.com. Take care until next time.